That's uh, the Bee Gees with uh, Staying Alive. Uh, so we are going to uh, talk uh, with Badziba Motwa, who's an independent clinical psychologist, because it's a special weekend for both religious and non-religious people. Christmas is tomorrow. Uh, it's in light of the fact that uh, many people, uh, many families use this time to get together, but sometimes it could be a stressful time because of family dynamics. How then do we use this time to reconnect and heal from whatever pain and disappointment we may have caused each other throughout the year. Uh, so we <laughs> trying to navigate this with Batsima uh, Motwa. Batsima, uh, good morning. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, I'm also going to presuppose that, you know, trying to resolve the issue on the actual day tomorrow may not necessarily be a good idea, or is it? Good morning. this opportunity. Um, I think this is such a relevant topic and I think you couldn't have uh, proposed it at a, at a perfect time like today. Um, I mean, we, I think a lot of us become really vulnerable around this time. I mean, as, as we live in the metropolitan cities of, I mean, Johannesburg, you will see a lot of people on the, are already on the roads. I mean, if you check the toll gates, people are going home. Mm. Um, I think in a way, you know, it's, it's sort of like, you're sitting here and you see people packing up, they're going home. If you have the tension, if there is uh, some kind of unresolved issue, then you're sitting here. It does sort of like remind you of what you're missing out. And if there are issues at home between you and the family, you're sitting there and you're feeling a bit vulnerable. You might be going through a lot of emotions. And I mm. think your topic is relevant. Yeah. But also, like I'm saying, uh, sometimes our families are triggers, right? Uh, because yeah. sometimes a lot of things go unresolved uh, in families uh, because people are like, you're my family anyway. I love you anyway, but uh, I, I don't necessarily uh, need to agree with you. But it leaves the other one completely wounded. And this moment that you and I are having this conversation when people are traveling home is, you know, a moment of a lot of trigger because they anticipate Mm, I'm going to see him or her, and already I feel uh, some type of way, but I have to be cognizant of the fact that it's Christmas and I have to get along with him or her. How do we navigate those people in our families that we love, but that don't make us feel good about ourselves? Um, you know, that is very, um, I think it's, that's the main thing, actually, because a lot of people that I've seen around about this time they're already asking for skills, you know, uh, coping mechanisms and, and mm. everything. And how, how do I cope with this one? There's already People are already preparing themselves for, for family meetings, mm. you know, to go home. Um, I think, you know, my, my worry is, KG, by actually going home and saying, let, let us all get along or let us ignore, because I think we have a tendency of making abnormal situations normal mm. you know we are normalizing this toxic environment and i think today how about we go home and actually be open and take responsibility for ourselves that i'm going to go home mm. and i'm going to be happy yeah. and i'm going to be there and for the mere fact that i'm going to celebrate and understand that the next person whatever that they're going to do has nothing to do with me yeah because you see what we, when the, when the moment we realize that people have issues that we do not know, that we do not understand, it takes off that responsibility and the guilt away from us. Because people, when they're filled with 
you know, anger or, or resentment or bitterness, what do they do? They start expressing it and actually projecting it to the other people. Mm. And we end up actually facing the brunt of it. And I think that, is, that, that could actually be what is going to happen when we get home. Yeah. So I'm not saying that we should ignore them or everything, but I think sometimes when we're there and we know that we are here to celebrate and we realize that, you know what, it is about who they are and they've got nothing else to offer but all this uh, negativity. And I'm just going to be okay. Yeah. Because, well, you know, it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with me. But in, in the same breath, and I want you to, to, to think about this quickly as I go to break. Uh, as much as there are those who are hurt, there are those who have hurt. So how do you deal with the situation where as you land at home, somebody who's hurt you and you've carried this hurt for the large part of the year just says, listen, I just thought to apologize quickly so that we can get over this thing and we deal and we move on. And you feel to some extent that maybe that apology is a non-apology for you. So how do you deal uh, with somebody demanding an apology from you uh, for something that they did previously? We're going to talk to, we're going to continue talking about this in a short while. You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SFM. We are in conversation about issues of family reconciliations, if at all, during the festive season, because it's a weekend that's special for both religious and non-religious people. Uh, it's in light of the fact that many families use tomorrow, Christmas Day, uh, beyond just uh, the religious implications of it, to also get together. But sometimes it's also a stressful time because of family dynamics and issues issues of estrangements and fights and all of these things that exist, by the way, in all families. So we're having a conversation about how to use these times uh, to reconnect and even heal from whatever pain and disappointment we may have uh, been caused by people we love uh, throughout the year. And we're having this conversation with Bad Ziba Motua, who's an independent clinical psychologist. I was talking in a, about an apology, uh, uh, Bad because sometimes people do know when they've aggrieved you, right? They're aware that, yeah. you know, uh, Bad Ziva is not okay with uh, what I may have said, but maybe at this point I may not be ready uh, to say I'm sorry. So what happens when you get met by an apology that you feel is a rather, uh, is really like a, a non-apology, uh, but because the word I'm sorry, the words I'm sorry have been said, uh, you feel obliged to just accept it and move on? Uh, yeah, um, I think I think Katie, you, you, with with that, uh, what we're looking at, and I think that's what makes a lot of people angry, and they sort of like end up cutting off mm. from the whole process mm. because we know that you know the apology is not meaningful because an apology, what what, what the expert says is that it's only meaningful when it has three parts. Um, so the three parts means that you know there has to be the story, but it has to be followed by the person having an awareness and an insight. And, and what in their behavior and causing you the grief, all right? And also it must be followed up by their commitment to do something mm. about their behavior, right? Is there any remorse? And sometimes, you know, people just say, you know, the word, you know, and, and you can see it's not meaningful. Yeah. So I think for me, the important thing is that this person has actually created um, a platform, has created room for us to have a conversation, so from my side, you know, is that, okay, cool, you're coming here, but then from me, this apology would be more meaningful if you did 
one, two, three, four. Yeah. Or if it gives you an opportunity to say how you feel, how they've hurt you, or you know, if there's anything that you expect from them. And I think sometimes what we can look forward to, it's not necessarily what they're going to do, but that opportunity to share the impact they've had on you, mm. how their behavior have mm. impacted on you. And I think sometimes that is what people have missed out on, that opportunity, because we sometimes look for closure and we never have it because there's never an opportunity for dialogue. Yeah, yeah. But then <laughs> in the same mix, there's also people who are comfortable in estrangement, right? People who are like, well, mm-hmm. let it be what it is. If And then, you know, tomorrow comes and you're forced to be in their space, in, the, in their realm. And there's moment where you pass each other. Uh, you know, there's the quiet, uh, 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 you know, treatment uh, that, that, that gets emitted, that gets given. How then do you navigate that? Because that just spells one big awkward all day. That, that is the abnormal. Uh, that is the normal laziness of the abnormal ab- abnormal uh, interaction that I'm referring to. Mm. Remember, in that space cage, it's so normal. Look, yeah. you know, people live like that. Yeah, you know, people live like that. And the question is, where is it coming from? Yeah, you know, is it because of your background? Is it because? This has go on for so for so long that it's okay. It has made it okay. But remember, KG, the, the other pro, the, the problem with us saying, let me forgive you, you know, let me start the process of healing, it's because it's easy for us to have a dialogue. It's easy for us to rationalize. Yeah. But, but when it comes to actually going down to actually accessing the internal stuff, that is where um, the problem comes. Because if I say I have to forgive you, if I say I want to start the healing process, it means I have to feel the pain all over again. Mm. I have to be vulnerable. Mm. And the reason I'm here is because I was vulnerable. Now I'm okay because I've, pull, I've put up a wall. You know, I feel stronger because there is this wall, there is this distance, you know, between us, and you cannot hurt me anymore. So if I break down this wall, it means I'm giving you the power all over. To, to hurt, hurt me, me again. again. You know? But I think the confusion comes because, remember, we, in our brain, if, an emotion is an emotion. Mm. You know, it doesn't matter if the hurt comes from the time something happened. The hurt could actually come from some experience a long time ago that has nothing to do with us. But because the brain remembers it as hurt, mm. it will hurt anyway. But I think rather we start getting into seeking effective ways of and healthier ways of dealing with pain and hurt that we heal ourselves because there's nothing wrong if you feel hurt and you cry over it because that's how it is when we are sad we cry yet remember when something exciting happens we're going to laugh about it Mm. when we're angry it's another way that our our brain and our body protects us from danger and fear so we need to actually come out of these abnormal ways of interacting so that we can actually go back to the natural ways of actually experiencing different feelings Mm. But we don't actually end up in a at the end of the day. Mm. Because planets are, it's all these emotions, all these mixed emotions, because we no longer know where what fits anymore. Yeah. Oh, that's... These are, these are, we need to experience these emotions, but when they are appropriate, yeah. and it's okay. 
Yeah, yeah. We are having a conversation uh, with uh, uh, independent clinical psychologist Bad Zibamutwa about uh, negotiating and, uh, uh, you know, redefining uh, family reconciliation during uh, the festive season because we're, you know, whether we like it or not, we're forced to um, experience these people at this point in the year. And it comes with a lot of emotional baggage uh, for most of us. So if you want to ask, um, independent clinical psychologist Bart by a question, please call on 011-714-2006 or you can also send us a voice note on our WhatsApp line 61 That's uh, if you call on 011-714-2006 or if uh, you WhatsApp on 61 Is it, um, uh, you say there's healthier ways to deal with pain and, uh, you you know, find a way to navigate it in a healthy way. Which way is that? Which way is the healthy way? Okay. Um, I've said it with, with the conversation. Um, and, and I think in this case, at, at some point, it might be difficult for us to, to talk to our loved ones because there is still tension. Mm. But by actually sharing that discomfort with anyone, you know, it doesn't even have to be the therapist. But I think actually... Sharing how you feel actually relieves you, you know, from actually having this backlog of emotions because you're so bloated with emotions and with, with everything else. And at some point, it's either you explode or you implode. Hence, we have all these somatic uh, complaints and sometimes at some point we have, you know, physical um, conditions like your strokes and, you know, your, your, your cardiac problems later on. But actually sharing, it gives you some form of relief, which mm. is the beginning, Right. And, and I, I just want to share something important. You know, um, the, the, the love hormone. Um, the love hormone is, is the oxytocin, which is released uh, in our brain, you know. So, so when, when there's something loving happening in our lives, it's only released um, when we are socializing, right? So actually, another healthier way is to socialize, mm. you know, be, be surrounded because we're social beings. You know, socialize it. it, 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 it this this, this talk of the token is also released. You know, we cannot socialize with our own people, but we are human beings. Um, you know, physical touch. Remember some of us, the, sometimes, you know, when you think of your family, you're thinking of all those beatings. People will come in and say, you know, they've never even hugged me. Mm. You know, but now for the first time in your life, experiencing that hug, you know, could actually be something different mm. uh, um, for you. And and, um, and 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 I think also the other thing, you know, petting, having an animal, and, and also helping others. Remember when we help others, we step out of our self-centeredness. Mm. You know, we extend ourselves. We extend, you know, the humanity. And I think also just taking time to actually uh, stay tall, stay stay uh, take tall. Um, excuse me. Just just take time and you know, take take stock of of how we're feeling, where we at. We don't yeah. have to go to hospital or, or go on a retreat to be able to sit down and reflect on what is going on, where you act in life, how you're feeling. And when you see that, just ask yourself, what is it that can make me feel good right now? What Sometimes is it, it that can be, make me feel good yeah, right now? Yeah. Maybe it can be taking a nap. It can be going out. Or it can just be having a few moments to, you know, to yourself. And sometimes we're also living with a lot of people we're surrounded or, or, or you know, there's a lot of responsibilities. Mm. Maybe just going for a walk would be enough. 
because at that time you will be tending to yourself. I take that so as prioritizing your yeah. own well-being. It is. And, and I think, you know, I just want to say also taking a spiritual, um, you know, sort of like, um, because you know, I don't want to say a religious retreat or anything, because in terms of spirituality, it encompasses a lot of things. Remember, as human beings, you know, we, we are holistic beings, and yeah. sometimes we, we, we neglect that part of us that is spiritual. And whatever that works for you, it's also important just to, to connect with nature or to connect with a higher being or to connect with whatever that you feel you know, makes you feel alive. Makes you, you feel know, alive. Um, you, you need that. And, and also gratitude. Because gratitude. if you look at this year, it's been a very difficult year. Yeah. And for the fact that you, you are alive today, ask yourself, I am alive. Why me when other people didn't make it today? Yeah, because it's been a rubbish year. It is. Yeah. And other people will be like, what is the point? I don't have a job. I don't have this. But at least you are breathing. And let's ask us, let's just be grateful for today and also for the opportunity that we have with the family members because other people today they don't, don't have, have they're not looking forward uh to to christmas because they don't even have that person to say forgive me you know let me hug you let's share a meal together and you have these people around the corner how can we just sit down and put away our differences and say let's start a new chapter yeah because i think also we hurt each other you know maybe you also hold something against me that I'm not aware of and it becomes a vicious circle and it doesn't matter where it started so we can start today and 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 do better and love each other better oh uh we 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 have some calls super in uh, the western cape good morning super 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 down I don't want to hi super um listen you know Morning, Super. I'm, good morning. I'm a, I'm, a, uh, I'm a person who wants in the family to be neutral. I don't want to belong to certain groups of the family. I want to, to and I decided, I'm 41 years old. I have seen families break over a tiny, insignificant thing that people can just sit around uh, table and talk it over, but they don't do it because they are full of themselves. So me, I decided that I'm going to be someone who's going to follow the principle of seek peace and pursue it. I visit all the families everywhere. I don't think, think twice to do it. I let everyone know that they are welcome in my house. And if someone comes and speaks ill of another member of the family, I tell that person, no, it's not right, and highlight the other facts that this person is also good at this and that. Because really now, the families, they are getting worse and worse and worse. And what, what I hate is that the children, they are victims. Because I said to, to, to my mother the other day, I said, you know, if there's anything between you and your sister, rectify it while you are alive so that it does not spill over to your children. Please. Yeah. Yeah. And then now I see that it's working because I will call a sister and then I, I will tell her that I said this 
about this to you. Please don't let the children tension to divide you too. Yeah. So, so if Even you were if you were a politician, we'd say you you choose no faction. Your faction is unity. Exactly. Yeah. Because I said even money. Money is usually the biggest uh, um, thing, the problem, which is not supposed to be. Uh, because now that's why the, even the Bible says the, the money is a source of all evil. But we let it be like that. It's not supposed to be like that. Yeah. So me, I resolve myself that. I am going to be one who is not taking sides, who is making peace, and make sure that people know that about me. Thank you. Thank you, Super. Uh, Super is Switzerland. Uh, active citizen in Limpopo. Good morning, active citizen in Limpopo. Morning, and how are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm okay. You know, uh, let me apologize in advance because I joined this conversation, I think, almost uh, later. Late. So if I'm going to be irrelevant, my apologies. Look, I, I want to share with you my little experience. Man. I think uh, the challenges or the differences within the families are inevitable. And they are informed by many things. And one, uh, one of the things is jealousy among family members. Because you find one family member is successful, the other one is unsuccessful. And the children of another auntie or another uh, member of the family are successful, the others are unsuccessful. And... All those things, they come to create uh, some sort of jealousy in within the family. But And, and I think here's the solution, because from my personal experience, I've seen that, and, and I came to a conclusion that there is nothing other than jealousy that informs this uh, kind of differences in the family. And I had to engage with my mother, because some of the parents, fortunately enough, they are trying their utmost best to bring unity in the family. But, but and, and there are... There are other people that you cannot simply, you simply can't, can't, can't reconcile with them because for as long as there are disadvantages, their, their jealousy against you will continue. So I, I happened to engage with my mom after realizing well, there are certain people within the family that I will never, and they are not even prepared to, and they are not even putting an effort to reconcile. I had to put my mom down to say, Mama, look, it's time that you have to make peace with, with the fact that so and so and me cannot mix, you know, because she has always been that type of a person to say, no, you can't do that to your, 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 your cousins and so forth and so on. And, and you know what? I, I was vindicated because at the end of the day, the very same person that my mom was trying to reconcile with, she openly told me how much she hates me. You know, she took something about it over 30 minutes telling me over the phone how much she disliked me. So... I am saying, let us not waste time with the people who do, who do not like us, and let us make a peace with the fact that uh, within the family there are people who hate us, and they will hate us until to, until death. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm serious about Thanks. this. Yeah. Okay, active citizen. Uh, You're uh, welcome. <laughs> thank you. Uh, to, uh, we also have two voice notes. Uh, let's hear what they had to say. Hey, homeless families. You know, one of my family members, my closest, I can say my sister, continued with the relationship between my ex-girlfriend. Um, she does not have any relationship with my current wife. So every time I meet with them in the family, I will find my ex-girlfriend is there. Imagine we're talking about the person that we have parted ways 20 years ago. But to date, this person does not even get married. She, she is, she's married to my sister. Meaning, every time when anything that I do, 
my my the ex-girlfriend knows so i cut ties with my sister even when there are some serious issues that i have to attend with the family where my sister will be i make sure that i'm not there because i know that the ex will be, will be there and i sp have spoken about this and then it does not seem to to change anything so hey yeah i know this thing Listen, all of all of those uh, calls and uh, and WhatsApps remind us uh, how tough it is to navigate uh, families uh, uh, as well. I don't know if we still have uh, one more. I think we do have one more voice note. Good morning. I will remain uh, anonymous. I just want to find out if I would like to forgive someone. And yes, they accept. Yeah, the apology and uh, after some time they do something else again or they repeat the same thing all over again to hurt me and what do I do and again second one you forgive someone by not telling them that they are forgiven just for me to be at peace is it possible for me just to forgive them without them knowing that they are forgiven? Is that going to work for me? You kindly help. Thank you. Have a good Christmas and a prosperous New Year. Good show. Listen, uh, family. Uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, the one thing that makes all of us realize we're more alike than we are uh, different. Right, Batsiba? It is hectic. It's getting heated up here. Yo. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's very tough. Uh, you know, the, the, yeah. there's the one who says that, uh, you know, you have we have to contend with the fact that, uh, you know, uh, there'll be fit people in our families that we just don't get along with. And it's fine. We must move mm -hmm. on. What do you make of that? Mm -hmm. um, it, it's a challenge because I'm, I'm hearing there's, there's issues of boundaries. Yeah. You know, that, that are sort of like coming up there, you know. But it's it's also very complex. I'm I'm glad Active Citizen said something about simplification. These are complex issues indeed. But we, you know, we're not trying to simplify them. But, you know, we're trying to be general. Mm. You know, we are aware that we're dealing with complex issues. But you see, because they are complex, there isn't, you know, it's not about, you know, uh, this solution. This is the one-way solution. But there's, there's, there's a lot of things embedded in there. You know, there's issues of boundaries. But remember, we need to be cognizant of the fact that we bring people in our lives. Mm. You know, the ex-girlfriend, sometimes it's the baby mama, it's the baby daddy. Sometimes it's the kids in the mix. You know, we fall in love with people and then we break up with them and then the kids. Mm. We, had made, we had made connections with those kids. We move on. I'm the girlfriend, you are the boyfriend. The kids, they're sitting there. They don't know where they're sitting anymore. Mm. And, you know... And what happens, you know, if I want to continue having a relationship with those kids, uh, even though they are my ex-boyfriend's kids, because I love them, and you know, I had a connection with them, yeah. and what do we call it, yeah. you know? So, and I think those, those are some of these, and I, I don't think it's a vindictive thing, but it's, it's, it's because we are human beings. And, and I wanted to say, you know, in a case like this, the reason we, we're not resolving these issues is because it requires us to go back to the basics. And the basics is the issues of Ubuntu. You know, we just go back there and we just become the abandu, you know, and we just, we, we moved by compassion and by love. And that's basically that, because when we are connected, 
you know, um, all these things, they go away. Yeah. You know, in fact, I'm remembering... Of yeah, go on. SDG. No, they go on. In issues of jealousy, the next thing is it's witchcraft and everything. But we also have to be cognizant. Which is KG, I'm, I'm coming from my village. And now, as, as now, the psychologist, when I go to the village, how do I treat my neighbors? How, treat, how do I treat the guys that I used to hang out with at the corner? You yeah. know, can I sit with them, have a conversation with, and eat, you know, uh, 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 like, saying, like we used to? Or do I become something else? You know, and, and when I see there's a need, I'm not necessarily saying, which is, we have to be enabling wrong behaviors. But sometimes we are in a better position to do certain things amongst our family members, amongst our, our communities. And what are we doing in that case? Because we end up also hurting them in the process, you know. But and, then, and but then there, was that, there was that issue of uh, jealousy because it's really issues about economic advancement and especially those of us <laughs> that, 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 that are black know and can relate to this mm. pretty well. I'm not saying white people don't. I'm, I suppose I can only ever uh, talk about my worldview uh, as a black yes. uh, woman. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but it does exist. People who come from the same mm. family and one does well and the other one doesn't do well. In fact, uh, mm-hmm. there's a line uh, that, that people will use Use, uh, uh, and they will say, or and with that with that mm-hmm. sweeping line, somebody says the mere idea that you are now in a different economic position uh, mm-hmm. in, in 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 a way invalidates me and and makes me feel a little bit smaller. So um, you know, I I I am we're not at the same level, and 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 it ends up causing sort of friction between families. Should it be? Mm-hmm. It shouldn't. And, and remember, the, the reason there is an issue is when people have an expectation, you know, of you and you're not meeting it. Mm. But then we're looking at, but we also, I'm also worried of enabling, you know, behaviors. Because remember, we come from the same background, we had the same opportunities, or non-opportunities, and then we took advantage of those. And now, if I go back home and you're sitting there, you're not even cleaning, you're not even doing the basic things. Why should I come back now and, you know, look after you when you cannot even look after yourself? Then you're going to resent me. So those are some of the issues then. It becomes a problem, right? Mm. Which is a bit different, mm. you know? Um, so those are some of the... Jealousy is there. And, yeah. and, and it's a problem, you know? Yeah. But you cannot enable behaviors. Because I'm saying, that is why I'm saying, with economy, we need to look at moving away from normalizing you know, behaviors that are abnormal. And in this case, we have to call it what it is. And, and that's how we, we need to deal with it. Yeah. Because if it's coming from that space, no, we shouldn't be apologetic. Is it also, though, but uh, a healthy thing to have that Switzerland approach uh, that one of our uh, voice notes had? You said, uh, you know, I, I, I've made it clear to members of my family that I don't get involved. Uh, you know, uh, they, they must uh, learn to... Because conflict is also... It's, it's part of living, isn't it? It's a, a conflict allows it all is. of us to grow. It does. And, and I, think, I think it's very important in the process of us trying to get along that we also don't become the same people who silence other people. Conversation is important. Mm. Um, I, think, I think also we, we, try and, we try very hard to avoid you know, the conflict and the tension that we end up you know, moving towards let's all get along. But that is not the whole point. The reason there's conflict or there's tension is because we're not hearing each other. Mm. And sometimes it's a matter of, okay, what are you saying? You know, 
sometimes it's let's agree to disagree, but I have heard your viewpoint. Because some of the family members, they feel silenced or they feel that their views are not heard, that their opinions are not taken seriously, and hence they, it, it always ends up like that. Because they feel, okay, what is the point of me saying anything? Nobody takes me seriously. My inputs are not taken seriously. Mm. You know, so let's sit there and actually allow people to voice whatever it is. Even if the you know, tension rises at some point, let's sleep. You know, let's, let's get back to it. But we don't take it personally. We yeah. just want to hear what you're saying. Where yeah. is it coming from? And you take it from there. We but take... conflict is part of relationships. It's just about us resolving it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we've got another voice note about Zimmer. Let's hear what they had to say. Hi, good morning. Good morning, SAFM. Uh, it's Bongani here from Pulukwani. I think also the other element when we talk about this process of reconciliation, whether it's in family or relationships, the other important element is the view or the point at which we reconcile from. Hmm. What do I mean is that uh, the person who's ahead must also remember that you are reconciling from a point of imperfection. Hmm. You are not perfect yourself and uh, hmm. you are trying to reconcile and uh, you are trying to make peace from the view that you might also be the one that hurts people in the future. I think that helps us to remain humble, that helps us to stop being self-absorbed and self-indulge in pain. Thank you so much. That's my two cents. That is powerful. Uh, we must reconcile from a point of imperfection and understanding that, you know, you too uh, are not, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 perfect. Just like the person who you are grieved or who are grieved you, uh, they in mm-hmm. equal measure are not perfect. What are your last thoughts uh, about Ziba? Um, I think that is beautiful. It's such, it's such a beautiful ending. I'm thinking I'm going to ruin it. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I think it is, it is so beautiful. And, and I think, um, you know, moving from there, I think let's just go back to the basics. Mm. We need each other. We are social beings. We need you know, each other. Hold, yeah. Holding on to, to the pain and hurt and the unforgiveness, um, it, it, it doesn't really benefit us. And I think it, it links somehow to what Anonymous said when he was asking Ruti, you know, can I really forgive the person without them knowing? Mm. Remember forgiveness? It's not even necessarily for the other person. It's for, it's for you. Mm. You know, because we set ourselves from, you know, the, the power that this pain and hurt has over us. So when we, when we let go of the past pain of, of, of this unforgiveness, we're actually relieving ourselves from being, from being the slaves of the past. Yeah. Because remember, when we don't forgive, we are still slaves of the past. We're living in the past. When so we don't forgive, we're in, slaves in, in, to the yeah. past. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna have to leave it so here. Let's go in lighter. Yeah, let's go in lighter. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna have to leave it here. Uh, uh, but thank you so much uh, for making hopefully uh, family gatherings easy tomorrow.